Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. We're uh, chatting with Le'Aaron today. So, phone, we're expecting a phone call from her in the nine. Yes. Anyway, and I, I said to Jimmy, because he's kind of our, like, he's the 80s guy. Like Canadian I, 80s. I like, ignored yeah. the 80s. Like, I, I'm sorry. That's, I, you know, for anyone that has a love or appreciation for 80s music, that's fine. I don't judge you. It, it, it You know... And Somebody likes classical yeah, music. Whatever. I can't sit and listen to classical music, but I, like music is music. Everybody has tastes. Yeah, right? Jimmy's the guy that's like into the Canadian eighties, like Glass yeah. Tigers. Yeah, and yeah. Like he Helix, and he's the guy that bought the Kim Mitchell record when it came out yeah. in nineteen eighty six. Right? Like I just I ignored Had a huge crush on Learn growing up. Yeah, like I ignored all that shit. Like I I was I was mortified by hair metal. I, I was <laughs> I was I was a weird kid. Yeah, like I. Lived the in the, the 70s, right? And I was ostracized for it because I wasn't listening to what was new at the time. People thought I was a complete loser. Yeah. Well, right? Some people still do. Nobody thinks that now. So I said to Jimmy, I said, um, do me a favor tonight. Because uh, I have no idea what to ask Learen. No. And again, it's not because I don't have any appreciation for what she does. She just turned 60 like a week ago, and she's still rocking it out. Good still for her. her. Yeah. That's amazing. Still looking pretty good, right? Too. I mean, but I said to him, said, write me some questions. So he sent me some questions. I... And I'm just regretting agreeing to doing this interview and not giving it to Jimmy. Because Jimmy's the only guy on the planet that can ask the questions that you know Jimmy... Like, I don't even need to tell people. His questions are like the old Chris Farley bit on SNL. Like when he's asking Paul McCartney, remember remember when you were in the Beatles? (laughs) That was pretty cool. (laughs) But it's unintentional. That's he, that's he, what makes it he awesome. He brought up a show she did at Tabor Hotel back 1985. in 1985. 1985 or something. It was the Heritage Inn. The Heritage Inn. Okay. Like, she's going to remember it. <laughs> she makes hundreds of shows a year. But that was the, the, the preamble to a question about whether or not she prefers doing bar shows or large venue shows. <laughs> Which, by the way, I, if you ever hear me ask that question, come and shoot me. <laughs> Just find me, and it's time to end it yep. for old locker. <laughs> I love you, but honestly, when that phone rings, I think Grant and I should just I leave the room. I think I might leave the room, yeah. <laughs> and just let you carry the reins. I'm struggling on what to talk You're to like, Lear. I need one about. question from you, Mike. I literally 
don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do here. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. What's your 15 minutes of fame? Yeah, we thought of this because Jimmy was filming a TV pilot this week. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, 15 minutes of fame. Mine was when I was in high school. Um, the town bar was robbed. That's right. I remember this um, story. So the Norquay yes. Hotel and Bar was robbed <laughs> at knife point. Um, the thief got away with a bunch of cash and a couple cases of beer. And I was called in because I was in the local drama club to play the part of the thief for a Crime Stoppers commercial. Wasn't there a big twist in there this story? There was a big twist. So I got to be the guy with the knife. I got to rob the bar. Oh, no, sorry. I was the bartender. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I was the bartender. Yes. I was Gary, the bartender. <laughs> <laughs> because when also, we were... Also, f- just so everybody knows... Grant at 15 looked like he was 30. <laughs> I did not. I looked pretty young. That's true. <laughs> I looked very young. I was a late bloomer. And uh, I kept smiling during the filming. And they were like, you're being robbed. <laughs> Stop smiling. <laughs> and and the twist was, so the commercial went out, aired on TV. I was on all the stations. It's a big deal. And the twist was that- Such a proud moment Gary, for the Johnson family. Gary was never actually robbed. Gary stole the money and then stole the beer himself and then made up the story about the guy made robbing him at knife sto- point. Oh, and wow. And they got him to confess later. And they, it probably was your acting a bit like... I would assume so. <laughs> That's exactly what this was. Yeah. It was your acting that drew, that drew him out. To confess. It was <laughs> such a powerful moment <laughs> in cinematic... Yeah, I was, I was on a, in a Crime stop, Stoppers commercial. That's fantastic. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. Your 15 minutes of fame story. I'll do mine. Okay. Um, I can't really think of anything um, outside of this, to be honest. So when I was in Winnipeg, when I was running Power 97, they were wrecking the old Coliseum. They they were they were like they were tearing it down and like they were building the, the, the new Winnipeg one. Arena. Yeah, the old yeah. Winnipeg Arena. Right, the Jets started playing there. Yeah. And the big picture of the Queen, famous. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> And they had one of those old urinals, like the 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 big, the long Trough. urinals, the troughs. Yeah, I love for the, the trough for the whole uh, the, the whole wall thing, right? Yeah. And so, and it was famous in the building. It was like literally famous. Mm-hmm. And so, I went down to the building. It, it was all taped off. There was crews in there. They were pulling stuff out of value before they were going to bulldoze it. Before mm-hmm. they were going to take the big ball and like rack it, right? Yeah. And um, I asked some guy that looked like he was in charge if I could take the urinals out. <laughs> and he's Did like, "Did you wear a hard hat?" <laughs> no, he's he says to me, he goes, "Yeah, you, I guess so. Um, give me your phone number." So he called me back a day or two later, and he goes, "If you if you're gonna do it, you gotta rip it out this Sunday." Blah blah blah, kind of yeah. a thing. So what we did was. We went in with a with a. I got a friend of mine that had like you know equipment and mm-hmm. like welding crap and all that. And we went down and we ripped it out, cut it into chunks. We cut it into four foot chunks, and I think we had I'm trying to remember six uh, sections of it. Wow! And then we auctioned it off for charity. That story went viral across the country. Oh yeah, I must have did. I I must have done uh, ten interviews. <laughs> with 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 different radio stations and television stations across the country, um, people just thought it was hilarious yeah. that we were that we were auctioning were paying off for them a and... section of the uh, the urinals at the at the old arena. So, 
Does that, does that kind of count? Yeah, I think I was so. Kind you of went fam- viral and you were doing interviews. Kind of famous for the guys. Across that- Canada. The only other time I go viral is when I fight with people about bike lanes on Twitter. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Your 15 minutes of fame this morning. Trucker Brian uh, was in a Mel Gibson movie, Bird on a Wire. I said they're dead if they catch you. Now hop aboard or say goodbye. Come on. This is where they pause for effect. <laughs> I've never heard of this movie. So it's a great movie. But it's got Goldie Hawn in it, David Carradine, yeah. um, Bill Duke. Yeah, Remember him from the uh, Predator movie? Mel Gibson plays somebody that looks insane. He. Yeah. <laughs> what, what the movie was about is David Carradine was like a drug dealer or a criminal or whatever. And uh, Mel Gibson testified against him or something. And David Carradine got out of prison and maybe was chasing after him. What's the rating? Uh, maybe I have seen that. Um, it is rated 27% on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> from the critics, 40% from the audience. Um, so was, it was filmed was in, Brian's role. It was filmed in Victoria and he played, there's a hairdressing scene yeah. and he played a courier on a bike. So he just went by down the road. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause I, I saw the hairdressing scene and, um, I couldn't see Brian in there. Yeah, just an extra. He, was just he said a- he said they had to do about fourteen different takes of the scene. Okay, and he was very sore from the bike seat. Yeah. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day, and uh, we're doing your fifteen minutes of fame. Christie's, uh, I just gave me an excuse to play this music. That's all. That's all you wanted to yeah. do, Christie's. Yeah. Um, she said her fifteen minutes of fame is she's been on the news a whole bunch of times. For belly dancing, so they did, did do different shows: the Fringe, um, grand opening of a business. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's do- she's done a lot of TV interviews about her belly dancing. Uh, Christy is coming to the lawn darts warm up thing on. Uh, actually, she might have put a team in too. No, she put a team in for the seventh, but she's coming to the thing on to the, the warm up. We need to find out what the thought like. Why belly dancing? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like how do you get, get into it? Who gets into that? It's just—it's a very unique thing to. Well, to I would start. think it would be a cultural thing, like, yeah, possibly Ukrainian dancing, or you know, uh, is belly dancing is uh, Indian, right? Uh, e- Egyptian. I Egyptian. Mean. Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe Christie's got a little uh, Egyptian in her. Maybe. There you go. This is very seductive music, too. It yeah, it's all. I tried belly dancing to this once. It didn't go well. You got the belly. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. We're doing your 15 minutes of fame this morning. Uh, Mike from Ontario. His wasn't 15 minutes, more like one minute, but uh, he said his buddy is an Ottawa Senators fan. He's a Bruins fan. Uh, his buddy asked him to go to a game, but told him he could not wear his Boston jersey. They had great seats right behind the Bruins bench. We got on the Jumbotron where he stood up and peeled off his shirt to reveal his Bruins jersey underneath. It wasn't Kiss Cam? It wasn't Kiss Cam, no. Okay. Uh, but he was you know, pulled off the shirt, had the Bruins jersey, said everyone booed. The whole stadium <laughs> booed him. Uh, Sean Thornton gave him a high five through the plexiglass. Nice! <laughs> nice! I like it. That's a good story. I've got a Kiss Cam story. You've been on the Kiss Cam? Yeah, so... We were broadcasting from the Moose games in Winnipeg. Yeah. 
and I was on the on the locker room with Philly the kid. He uh, he set up something. Um, he set up something with ahead of time, or somebody yeah. set us up to be on the kiss cam at whatever point during <laughs> the game, right? And I had no idea it was happening. We were in the lounge in the Molson Canadian Lounge at the yeah. new uh, the phone booth, the MTS Center. And we were doing the game, and we were broadcasting the damn game. Like, we were doing a mm-hmm. show, right? Um, and all of a sudden, the kiss cam comes on, and I look, and it's me and Philly. Philly is not paying any attention <laughs> at all. So I was like, not. I'm not one to let a moment slip you by. Ha- yeah, you, if you're on the so, kiss cam, you have If to, you're on the kiss cam. It's a rule. So I literally grabbed uh, Philly <laughs> by both ears. And I swung him around in front of me, and I laid one big juicy <laughs> kiss on him, and the whole building went crazy. <laughs> he didn't know what was going on. He still didn't. After I like p- pushed he him didn't away, realize like he this, was on the kiss cam. Like, what like, the hell are you doing? <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Fifteen minutes of fame. This one's this one's really cool, actually. Heather said her fifteen minutes of fame. Um, she was in high school, and a cab driver had gotten beaten up and stabbed. She was there, and she had to stop. Like she came to the scene and had to stop all the holes from bleeding. She was on TV for helping them. So save his life. She saved his life. Yeah. Okay. There we, that's a happy ending. She patched too. him up. Yeah. You know what? There's um, there's there's people that are wired like that that mm-hmm. that jump into. What can I do to help? Yeah, I think most people um are the well, okay. That's going to ruin my day. I didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> Blinders. And then there's people like Heather that are like... Even in high school was jumping in to yeah, save yeah. them. Very cool story. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. 15 minutes of fame. So Craig uh, got to carry Shania Twain around the Coliseum when she was here for the first time. Let's go, girl. She was uh, Cleopatra, and so he was carrying her around Why the Why do I have a memory of this? <laughs> <laughs> So he was one of the he was one of the guys carrying her around as, as Cleopatra, and I, then I feel like that that's what he's talking about was in one of her best of videos. Because I had like a lot of her video that, stuff. That new Netflix documentary is supposed to be really good about Shania Twain. We were talking about her the other day when we were talking about uh, Grey Cup appearances. Yeah, and she the had fact, a great Grey Cup appearance. Yeah, she came out on the the dog sled. Yeah, Remember in that? Ottawa. In Ottawa. Yeah, yeah. Um, he also was her. Um, personal security um, for her second concert, and so he was in charge of when people were coming to do autographs and stuff. Stalker! <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. What's your 15 minutes of fame? Found a Stanley Cup ring about 30 years ago. I think I've read about you, and you returned it. Yeah, yeah, we uh, found it in Montana. At Great Falls, we yeah. went into a, we went into an old seedy hotel, and yeah, it was like just a trucker hotel, so we weren't going to stay there. So when we left, we were leaving, and it was sitting like right on the ground by my truck. Whose was it? Who whose did it end up being? George Young from 1936. Wow, Detroit Red Wings. Wow. Did you end up getting it back to him? Yeah, a couple years later, the guy died but his son owned a car dealership in detroit small world was my mom worked with the gold judge for the calgary flames okay who knew the family his cousin lived in calgary so was, what, he was coming up to see with his cousin for a stampede 
Oh, that's why when he lost it. So was the did the ring have his name on it? Yeah, it was engraved oh. inside, right? What's your name? Rob. Cool story, Rob. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, no worries. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So, yeah, there was a story in the news yesterday about the uh, Russia space station. They're going to build their own, and they're going to separate from the international space community. Actually, I have a grant report coming up about that. Okay, Um, so that's actually not too far away. And we we touched on that in the 9 o'clock hour. Mm -hmm. Um, We did get one complaint that actually... Because I think it was fairly le- kind of legit. I played the Russian national anthem underneath mm-hmm. of it, which I because th- I wouldn't play the Ukraine national anthem underneath of that when we talked about that. Because well, we were talking about Russia's space station, like we weren't talking about the war. Really, well, yeah. is a bit about it, I guess. But and I thought, uh, t- to be honest, I I legitimately thought we could get away with it because I'm kind of paying disrespect to the Russian national anthem by talking over it. Because most mm-hmm. people look at uh, you talking over a national anthem is disrespect. Yeah. To so the, somebody called or somebody sent us a direct text and said, you know, you you, you should have played the Ukraine national anthem, and I I said, you know, to be fair, I was talking over it. I don't know if I'd want to do that to the Ukraine national anthem. Thank you for listening. La, 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 one of those things. When we got off the show, we got a an email complaint, which you can we shouldn't be telling people this, but you can go to our webpage. And you can um, you can complain if there's something you don't like about what we're doing or whatever or something you don't like hearing, um, and they don't go to us; they go to our management team. Mm-hmm. But occasionally, some of the, the the more interesting ones get sent to us, right? And I always ask if I can respond. Yeah, and. Okay, so I'll read the complaint. We're not going to use this individual's name, okay? No. Um, but I'll read the complaint that we got after. We talked about the Russian, the space Russian station. space station, and I think that led into a conversation about you know geopolitics right now and the war in Russia, or the 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 Russian Ukraine war, and then the Chinese Taiwan tensions building right now, and Huawei and all that. Anyway, here's the complaint. I have to say that I am sick of you continually pushing Trudeau's propaganda. First, with Bonnie Henry's glory holes and all the COVID misinformation. And now, I just heard you going on about the Ukraine-Russia non-war. I have now turned you off, and I don't believe I will ever tune in again. So this person is upset about us pushing glory holes? After the BC doctor said that was a safe alternative for COVID sex, and then... They don't believe that By there's the way, a war. We, in we, we, have, we have glory hole merch. We if have, you want to go to our... Oh, lots of it. Yeah, we have quite a few things. Tote bags, uh, fanny packs, t-shirts, t-shirts uh, hoodies. <laughs> um, clearly, this individual is missing the humor about us talking about glory holes. And they think we're actually like promoting, like using them. Wow. <laughs> okay, so my response. I used a fake name. This is not. This is not this individual's real name. Dear Karen, we are sorry to see you go. On a positive note, the free time you will now have from not listening to the locker room can be used to do more research and to continue your fight against the satanic cabal. The storm is coming, and you will need to be prepared. Good luck, and Godspeed. (laughs) 
I was going to include a link to the Glory Holes merch merchandise, page, but, but I, I decided against that. Can we just send them a shirt? <laughs> the Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. The big, new, the big space news this week was that Mother Russia announced they would be abandoning the International Space Station and making their own. They're throwing a hissy fit right now because they can't figure out why no one is supporting their invasion of Ukraine. (laughs) You guys, they're getting rid of the Nazis. So they're mad, and they're doing the all, we're taking our ball and we're going home. Now, I don't know if this is just a stereotype from TV and movies, but when Russia says... They are building their own space space station. I just, I feel like Russia isn't exactly known for building things that are safe. Are they? <laughs> like when I think of a Russian space station, I have an image of it and it's coal powered. And you have to slap the side of it every once in a while to start it. Come on, let's go. Am I wrong? I mean, would you have taken their Sputnik vaccine? Because I wouldn't. Anyways, good luck with your own space station, I guess, Russia. We'll miss you. The Grant Report is brought to you by our latest addition to our merchandise page. For sale now is the Got Shunt shirt by popular request. Purchase one today by clicking the link on any of our social media. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. This is our big problem in the Russian Um, what was his name again? I'm in, trying to that's remember. That's in Armageddon. Yeah, I didn't have time to look it up. But that I don't think he's Russian. I think he's just, he was playing a Russian in Armageddon. Yeah, Lev was his name. And his, Lev, yeah, his yeah. real name's Peter. <laughs> you know what you don't see? Oh, he, he plays that character a lot, though. The Russian guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has. He's played it more than once. Maybe he is Russian. I don't know. Um, you know what you don't see anymore? Lattice. He's Swedish. <laughs> he's in, he was in Fargo. That's where I recognize that's, him from. And that's what he's from. And he was in uh, John, John Wick, too. Yep. Okay. There there you go. And I think he played a Russian in John Wick, too, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he was the brother of the Russian that, he had, that John Wick killed in the first one. That's right. I want to make a quick note about our merch page because uh, Grant alluded to it during the Grant report. We actually do have a new shirt up there in the shuntware department. It was Soup Can Steve requesting it yesterday, and I got Scotty to put it up. So um, we've had this one in the past, and uh, we just we just didn't put it up when we reintroduced shuntware a couple of months back. <laughs> so Got Shunt is now available. You're in the locker room on 95.7 FM. So you can be upset if you're a cat owner. I get it. Um, but this is science. Yeah, you, you, this is science. It was a study done um, in Poland um, by by researchers there, and they have officially classified cats. We all know how reliable Polish scientists oh, are. Yeah, I believe them, <laughs> especially when it comes to this. Um, they have officially classified cats as an invasive alien species. 
They found that the damage that cats cause in terms of hunting and killing birds and other wildlife was enough justification to consider them invasive. <laughs> we had a cat. It was the first thing I got when I when I met the wife. We had little Roxy. Oh, yeah? And Roxy was a horrible beast. Just <laughs> an awful animal. That thing hated me. I... I literally came in, when I come into the house, it would just like walk up to me and just like hiss. It it just yeah. it had no love for me or I mean it kind of it kind of was okay with the wife, mm-hmm. but it just it was just a miserable animal. And then when we had uh, we had Natasha because this was back in Prince George, so we had the cat for a couple of years. We had Natasha. And as soon as Natasha was crawling, the cat would literally walk up to her and slapper yeah and and just like beat her up and like deborah we gotta the cat's gotta go we gotta find another Mm -hmm. home for it either get rid of the cat or get rid of the kid going to the farm (laughs) so i won that one (laughs) you should get another cat no kingston needs a buddy (laughs) no no i i will never do it i don't get cats i'm sorry like I, we, and every time we have this conversation about cats, somebody phones to defend them. I just we have, have the best cats. I I don't mind cats. I'll I say can't, that. I can't stand. Like cats. if I'm at somebody's house and they have a cat, I'm like, hey, little kitty, whatever. But to me, they're just they don't. They're have an invasive alien species. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So you can be upset if you're a cat owner. I get it. Um, but this is science. Yeah, you, you, this is science. It was a study done um, in Poland um, by by researchers there, and they have officially classified cats. We all know how reliable Polish scientists oh, are. Yeah, I believe them, <laughs> especially when it comes to this. Um, they have officially classified cats as an invasive alien species. <laughs> They found that the damage that cats cause in terms of hunting and killing birds and other wildlife was enough justification to consider them invasive. <laughs> we had a cat. It was the first thing I got when I when I met the wife. We had little Roxy. Oh, yeah? And Roxy was a horrible beast. Just <laughs> an awful animal. That thing hated me. I, I literally came in. When I come into the house, it would just like walk up to me and just like hiss. It it just yeah. it had no love for me or I mean it kind of it kind of was okay with the wife mm-hmm. but it just it was just a miserable animal and then when we had uh, we had Natasha because this was back in Prince George so we had the cat for a couple of years we had Natasha and as soon as Natasha was crawling the cat would literally walk up to her and slap her yeah and and just like beat her up and like. Deborah, we gotta. The cat's gotta go. We gotta find another mm-hmm. home for it. It's either get rid of the cat or get rid of the kid. Going to the farm. <laughs> so I won that one. <laughs> you should get another cat. No. Kingston needs a buddy. No, no. I, I'll, I will never do it. I don't get cats. I'm sorry. Like I, we. And every time we have this conversation about cats, somebody phones to defend them. I just we have, have the best cats. I I don't mind cats. I'll I say can't. That. I can't stand. Like cats. if I'm at somebody's house and they have a cat, I'm like, hey, little kitty, whatever. But to me, they're just they don't. They're have an invasive alien species. <laughs> You're green. Brought to you by North Central Co-op. Spin to win. 
up to 50% off, uh, 50% of your purchase every Wednesday at all North Central Co-op liquor stores. Must be over 18. Please drink responsibly. Uh, nothing with traffic. If you see anything, 780-989-0957. A uh, heat warning, in effect. Warranted. Ooh. 31 today, 31 Friday, 27 Saturday, 29 on Sunday. We're already at 19 degrees. Start thinking of uh, Sandra Bullock movies. We're tying it to the fact that she celebrated 58? I think so. Yeah, 58th birthday this week. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about midget at the movies next. Three, two, the locker rooms midget at the movies. I shall call him me. It's like in at the movies, but shorter. Sandra Bullock had a birthday a couple of days ago, so she's 58. July 26th was her birthday. Um, I think a lot of people know her for speed. That was <laughs> the can't. Isn't that one of her big ones? That no? was a big one. <laughs> it <laughs> is what funny, I would have gone with. What would you have gone with? Blindside? <laughs> I would have said Miss Congeniality. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, blindside. Yeah. Gravity. Yeah. Speed. Uh, speed that, too. That's an era thing. Like, yeah, that's, it is a total era speed. thing. Speed. That's, that, that was a huge movie, man. Anyway, her and Keanu Reeves. So, um, what we do with Midget at the Movies now is we get people to put their, their sort of thoughts and we pick a locker room listener pick. Um, so start texting in your favorite Sandra Bullock movies. Um, these are the ones that Jimmy has not seen. He sent me a list. He hasn't seen Practical Magic. Is that one where they were I've all never they were all that. witches? I think so. It's got uh, uh, Nicole Kidman. Yeah, they were all witches. They were sisters, and they were all I witches. I didn't watch that because I'm not into the whole witch thing. Two weeks notice. I know nothing about that one. Um, There's a bunch of chick, uh, like chick flicks. Chick flicks. Yeah. Oh, uh, Hugh Grant's in that one. Okay, I don't like him. <laughs> the Lake House. Oh, I've seen that. Is that a horror? I think so. I think that's a horror movie. Was while you were sleeping. That's an older one, if I'm not mistaken, and I think that's a romantic comedy. The Heat. Is that the one she did with um, that? Comedian uh, Melissa McCarthy. Yes, yes. I was going to say the I, bigger girl. She annoys me. Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy is pretty funny. She's hilarious. Have you not seen Bridesmaids? No. <laughs> you can take the boy out of Tabor. <laughs> yeah. You can't take the Tabor out of the boy. <laughs> what does Tabor have to do with it? Uh. Have we got time? <laughs> Where shall I start? The Heat was pretty good, actually. The Heat was funny. Yeah, it was pretty good. He hasn't seen The Proposal. With Ryan Reynolds. With Ryan Reynolds. That's that a pretty was good a one, yeah. big movie. Like, it, it, that's probably one of her better romantic comedies, isn't it? Yeah, I didn't mind that one. You know the thing about uh, Sandra Bullock is she is not aged. No, like she no. is still rocking it. And I've seen pictures of her that I think are recent, and she still looks just absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. She's really, really held up well. Uh, Bird Box was another one. And I don't know much about that one. Is that the one where they're blindfolded? Yeah. And they so can't look at anything or something? That came out a few years ago. It was a Netflix movie. It was like, like Christmas time it came out. 
it's not a Christmas movie, but everyone watched it. And so it's like this, something happens on Earth. You Every time you're outside, you basically have to be blindfolded or else something takes over your body. I can't remember exactly. I remember it being pretty good, though, and pretty scary. So I think it would be a good candidate to... She just, again. she just released a movie where she was like a... Um like a convict that gets out of jail. Yeah, um, that, that one's that called one was, The Unforgivable. Yeah. That that is in the uh, a crazy movie. I've seen. You that. saw oh, that you've one. You've seen that one. I okay, s- that's why I, that's not on your list. Saw, I saw that one with my mom. Okay, the net has come in a couple of times. Um, what Bird about Box? Speed Two? Speed Two was she in that? Because yeah. Keanu Reeves didn't do. Keanu Reeves no, didn't do it. And then no, she did. she did that one. That one was on a cruise ship. You've oh, seen it then? No. <laughs> It's horrible. It's an action movie. <laughs> like I think she I'm, said, I'm an that's her worst movie, movie ever. All right, uh, Lake House has come in. Did you watch Premonition? I believe I don't so. Know that one. She, her husband dies, so her husband gets in a car accident and dies. She goes to bed that night. She wakes up and her husband's in the house, alive and well. So she had like had a premonition about him dying and. Yeah, she's trying to figure out what happened. Okay, how to prevent I have a it. brief memory of yeah. that now. It's pretty good. The thing I here's am I wrong about her? Why did why when I watch her, she's just she's Sandra Bullock doing another role. She's like the Tom Crew or Tom Hanks <laughs> version of the male. I guess, yeah. Like she's the female version of Tom Hanks. Like I can never not see Sandra Bullock. And she pulls it off because she's so damn likable mm-hmm. that she you don't mind watching a movie with her because she's just she's kind of this quirky, funny, pretty um, you know, yeah. but it's always just Sandra Bullock. She doesn't morph into anything else. Did you That's see? Why I was surprised about the horror movie thing she's been doing lately. Did you see Miss Congeniality? Uh, the first one, yes. Because William Shatner's in it. Is there is there a second Mrs. Congeniality? Uh, there is apparently. Yeah. Was she in Demolition Man? Yeah, she was the she was the cop that was obsessed with the eighties. Okay, I don't. So know that movie. she she ended up being. Uh, uh, what's his name? Sly Stallone's love interest. Like uh, okay. he was. Have so we seen that? Obviously. Have we narrowed in on anything specifically um, well, from a lot all of the text? Said Demolition Man, but Jimmy's seen that. It's Sly, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Gravity. We made him watch already. Uh, the proposal's coming a few times, and, and and so has the Lake House. It's it's a romance. That's the one. Where she's, that's a suspense thing, though. I think isn't it? No, the Lake like House? she's she's in the future and. The guys in the past, and they're passing it's love Keanu notes. Reeves too. Yeah, they're uh, passing yeah. love notes back and forth uh, through time. So you've seen it though? No, I just read. Oh. The, I just read the breakdown. Should we do of that it. one? It, it sounds awful. <laughs> that's never a real deciding factor, Grant. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. We make them do it if it sounds awful. All right, is that one seems to be the one that's coming the most? It out, seems to be out of the ones you haven't watched. Pelican Brief. Yeah, she was in Pelican Brief too. You've seen that though. That's yeah, a John that's, yeah, I've seen that one. And she, she also didn't she do Aaron Brockovich? No, a, that's no, that's um, Julia Roberts. Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts. Aaron Brockovich. Yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah, uh, The Net. You remember The Net? That was a good one. She was She's a hacker, a computer programmer, hacker. Oh, and she was trying to play like a hacker kid. Yeah, that was not good. Like, that's what I mean. Like, she's always just Sandra Bullock. It doesn't matter what movie she... Where, what are we going with? Lake House? We're going with a Lake House. Let's do Lake House. Lake House. House.
Hey, little Jimmy, what have you done? Hey, little Jimmy, who's the only one? Hey, little Jimmy, who's your Preston Manning? Hey, little Jimmy, who's the one you want? Hey, little Jimmy, hot shotgun! It's a, a nice day for a white wedding. That one's on the the Tabor wedding circuit every summer. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the after parties. Hear that constantly there. The locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Jimmy went to the carnival yesterday. The old Katie's. I went on Saturday. I haven't been yet. I usually try to make it down for a, a corn dog. Mm-hmm, that's what I have. I'm not a ride guy, but I did, I did the rides with the kids. Did you do any crazy food? Um, I just had a corn dog. Okay. Yeah. I did the same. I did a couple corn Kids dogs. Rides? No, I'm actually still too short for some of those two. You need to take someone taller with you to go. That, I think the only the only kids ride I'm allowed on is the kids bumper cars, but I can't reach the pedals, so it doesn't really do me much. They would let you on. Come on. Oh, uh, they had no they'd like the do the Ferris wheel. Although you're terrified of heights. The slingshot. That, I'd love to that, see Jimmy and that. That Ferris no, wheel sure. K-Day is like the big one rips. You watch I it, it's just like Ferris wheel. Yeah, like I'm okay with not being allowed on some of the rides because I, I get like you said, sickness. I hate I hate heights. Like yeah. I I like I get anxiety from heights. One wow. of one of uh like a like when I was courting my my beautiful bride, mm-hmm. my wife, we went to the fair, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And we, and it was a, it wasn't like a big one. It wasn't like a K Days or a Stampede. It was like one of those crap ones that comes to and, and sets up in a parking lot. Sets up lot. in the mall. Yeah, right. And everybody that runs the ride is also selling drugs, right? Yeah. It's one of those. And this is the way. So anyway, I, I get on the Ferris wheel with my wife, trying not to be a wimp because uh, she's into rides. She's like, let's do the Ferris wheel. So, so this is a fairly new a new relationship. I don't want to seem like a big wimp, right? So I get on, and this thing starts whipping around. It's going 100 miles an hour, <laughs> and I'm freaking out, and she's dying laughing. Like, yeah. Deborah was just, she was in tears. She thought it was so funny that I was completely terrified. As it's whipping around, I'm yelling at the guy, the operator. I'm like, why is this thing going so fast? Supposed to be the Ferris wheel. Supposed, supposed to be, to be a casual ride. Slow. Ryan Gosling is supposed to be able to get out and crawl down from it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not supposed to be a hundred miles an hour. Anyway, I haven't been on one since. Jimmy, what did you learn about your time at K Days outside of the fact that the corn dogs are still good? So the beer gardens are totally different. Like they're not closed <laughs> off like they used to be. Where K Days to drink. <laughs> yeah. And but the thing is, is you buy your beer and you can walk through the entire park with your beer, like the entire grounds That's with new. your beer. That's new. That, yeah, it's I don't remember never been. Everybody. It's 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 licensed. The whole grounds are so even when you're huh. even when you're walking through the uh, what's it called the expo center. You can carry your beer walking through there. I believe that's how Taste of Edmonton is now, too. Oh, is it? Yeah. What? You can just walk. What's happening? And I think Folk Fest is that way this year, too. I've heard rumors. 
Get out of here. got my Folk Fest tickets. And well, we're all going to hell now. <laughs> I mean, if, we, if we're allowed to drink like what about that. People, what about the kids? The kids? Yeah. yeah. Like, has anybody thought about this? I'm writing a letter. Instagram has made some changes. I've kind of noticed yeah. this. Um, if you're on that program a lot, that, that platform, I've noticed that stuff is popping up in my feed now from people I don't follow. It's because they're trying to um, keep up with TikTok. Did you notice that? Yeah, and so and that's every what time TikTok I, does. Okay, TikTok is just random, right? You don't really I, look at the people you follow. It's just it's like random videos that fit your algorithm of things you want to watch. And Instagram is trying to do that now. But every time I look at my Instagram, yeah, it's people I don't follow. It's videos. They're, they're really focused on videos over It's bothering pictures. people. Isn't people are upset? Well, and like big people like Kim Kardashian and they're complaining. They're all upset about it. Yeah. Um, so Insta- yeah, Instagram's uh, head guy was on with. He made some announcement and and he was actually making a you know a justification for the things that they're trying to do. They're also starting to focus a lot more on. He was saying they're going to continue to promote the photos, mm-hmm. but they're starting to do a lot more videos. Yeah. on Instagram as yeah, well. Yeah, the reels and stuff. I've noticed that if I post on Instagram, um, like if I post a reel, which is a video, short video, yeah, it will get way more likes and views than a picture will. Okay. Yeah. So they really push. See the push the reels and stuff. It's just it's all. I hate this stuff. See, I have a wife who who is into that and who does that for work, so I just get her to do it for me. <laughs> I but, ask uh, her. but what's the difference between a reel and a story? Like, I, I mean... A reel goes on your timeline, story just goes up there and disappears, right? It's only there for 24 hours and then it disappears. But what if I make a post in the post section? We should not be doing this. <laughs> But See, I don't really know either. I just I ask Mac. I'm like, what do I do with this? How, how so? It if for I me. go to the if I go to Instagram, if I go to the main page and I and I hit post and I upload a video, is that a reel? You can select for it to be a reel. Yeah. And what's the difference between a like if you go to my <laughs> page, if you go to Instagram? Oh God, I just this stuff just. <laughs> But Where's the I, newspaper? I want out. I, I, I know. So I, it's, like, I, I, it's, I it's always out. changing. It's always. I was yeah. having this conversation with with a friend of mine the other day, and I remember there was so much pressure, like radio stations, like we we had we had staff meetings, town hall meetings about you got to get on social social media. media and, yeah. and I remember people getting fired, let go, old school jocks because of their un their unwillingness to adapt yeah. to social media. And now now you get like now we have guys in our company like they they get write-ups in our company in in our company thing oh so and so is just so brave they've taken the summer off from instagram i'm like oh my god you gotta be kidding me like i'm just i'm so angry about this that's how you can quit it you just there's people wandering around we have people wandering around in our lives that think that they're influencers (laughs) Like legitimately think that they're influencers. Yeah, I'm not one. <laughs> it's a way to make money. <laughs> I'm far from one because I Jimmy's because I have me laugh because he'll like like I'm so bad too. But like McDonald's, like the McHappy Day, they're like, hey, you can go get a meal, and then you got to post the link in your story. And Jimmy like posts the link he just grabbed from 
the email instead of like tagging McDonald's. He just got HTTP. I have I'm not, I'm not critical of anybody's but like it was pretty funny because I'm horrible on social media. You know what we need? We need like some kid to come in and just take over our social media here. Yeah, like just take it over and run it. Like, like you're. Daughter, let's is, hire Mac. Is it yeah, me? Would do it. Why don't we have Mac in here? And we she... don't have a budget. <laughs> I'll pair. <laughs> but your I'll daughter is amazing. She loves doing your it. Your daughter is amazing at uh, social media. She could teach. It. We could do an online the problem, course. No, I'll tell you what the problem is with my like my kids and I and younger people is they they have such strong opinions about one format versus the other mm-hmm. that um you get into a that's the other thing right then then there's rules revolving around this format versus that format and you can do this with this and you can do that with that so you get very well, that's if, why you pay you, somebody to do it yeah if you're going to hire somebody you can't hire my daughter who hates anybody who posts on TikTok or Facebook or Facebook right like she's just yeah. she's anti this and she's the Snapchat girl, <laughs> right? Like you can't. Still, my favorite story ever is of your daughter on social media when she went to Rome, and no, all her was, pictures were Paris. just selfies. Eiffel Tower, and you could just you see her face, see the Eiffel Tower, <laughs> and you could yeah. see the antenna barely above her head. I'm at the the, the most famous museum in the world. <laughs> Selfie. Selfie. Selfie, and there's like two letters of the sign behind her head. <laughs> I'm horrible with selfies, too. I take a selfie. Like, I did one at uh, K-Days yeah, yesterday. terrifying. And, and because all you, you have 12-inch arms. And all you can see is the top of the, uh, what's that thing called? The Ferris wheel. All you can see is your face. And why do you always look like... You're in the middle of a car accident when you take a picture. <laughs> surprise look. It's, what, you, this one? Go back. Yeah, it looks like you just like you took that's, a picture while the car was in the middle of the that's, accident. That's my go-to pose. So, you know, talk to talk, talk to Mac. Ask her how much she would hire, charge run, to do all our run social the locker media. room social media, and then we'll have a Snapchat account. Everybody, we are joined by. Dr. Samuel West, he is the creator of the Museum of Failure, and it's an exhibit is now showing in um, Calgary, right? Dr. West, you are from Sweden, right? Yeah, well, uh, you start asking complicated questions right off the bat. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I've lived in Sweden for most of my adult life. I'm from Iceland and California. Very oh, cool. okay. All right. So, and you're in That's Columbia. Like a pretty strong. And I'm in, and I'm in Colombia, and I have three passports. So, yeah, it gets complicated. <laughs> Sweden, cool. Iceland, and California. Just those are all very three very cool places. That is very cool. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's me. I'm so cool. <laughs> you probably had a very interesting life. You got to give us the story on why you decided to create the Museum of Failure. I was doing, I'm a psychologist. That's my basic. That's what I've been doing most of my life. And I, then I qu- got tired of meeting patients and uh, <laughs> as one does and, and started a PhD uh, and so doing research on, on innovation and how, how companies can increase, you know, their, their, their abilities to innovate across, across sectors. And, and, one thing I realized really quickly is that there's a lot of experts out there on innovation and creativity, and there's a lot of methods and, and, and processes and books and stuff. But at the end of the day, people are afraid of failing. People are afraid of taking a risk. And mm. that's where I got the idea. Like if, 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 if I, if I can do 
if I can do something with the research on failure, learning from failure and make it interesting, then maybe people can start accepting it better. It, that was a it, long, long worded way to say I got really fed up with all the success stories around me. Uh, and mm-hmm. thought that, you know, we, we do learn more from failure than we do from success. And, it's also a cool yeah. way of looking at history. Yeah. Because you kind of look yeah, back. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember the easy yeah. ketchup bottles. Like we we have some guys. Big. Yeah. No, we have some people come into mainly guys um, come into the museum and they're like, you know, they're my age, maybe maybe 10 years older. And they like look around and go, oh, they point it. I had that. I bought that. That was mine. I, <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're like a magnet for failed products. <laughs> well, that's actually part of the reason why we sought you out to do an interview with you. We'll get into that a little bit more. Oh, uh, no. Bit, actually, yeah, we're, we're going to put you to task here on something that you threw oh, into the gosh. museum. Uh, I regret doing this interview already. <laughs> what's, what's your favorite piece in the exhibit? I get that question a lot, and I hate that question. Um, <laughs> because it's so difficult to choose what the, I mean, I like the ones with a good story, but if I had to, if I had to answer in, in a, in a sound bite, I like the Olestra, uh, you guys are all old enough to remember Olestra 96. Okay. Help me out oh. here. It was banned in Canada. So maybe, maybe, um, it never made it up there, but, um, it was, uh, Procter and Gamble made a, a low calorie fat substitute. Oh yeah. Does that ring a bell? Chips and stuff, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Oh yeah. And it was basically it was in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, there was all and potato chips and junk food, you know. Because finally, hallelujah, we can eat as much junk food as we want without getting fat, right? This is like (laughs) the holy grail of food science. The the only problem was that it caused diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's usually my weight loss plan <laughs> yeah. and it gets better uh, it gets better apparently the the folks at, at procter and gamble um the marketing people and the, the media gurus they thought that a diarrhea was something negative to be associated with your food product right mm-hmm. yeah i mean yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. they re they rebranded diarrhea and called it anal leakage Oh no, that's way worse. Yeah, <laughs> we're actually not allowed to use that term on our show anymore. <laughs> it's one of the it's one of our banned expressions. So hey, we didn't say it, boss. No, 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 no. Doctor West said it. We kind of overused it for a while there. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, you've kind of already answered this question. How often do people take you to task if they meet you in person and they've seen your exhibit? It's in Calgary right now. It's the Museum of, 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 of Failure. Uh, how often do they come up to you and go, why was that in there? That, that thing was I awesome. I love that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, that happens quite a bit. The people are like, hey, that wasn't a <laughs> failure. So there's one that's a, there's a Nokia, the, the cell phone manufacturer. They made a gaming phone. And I can't remember now what, what year it was, like 2002, three, whatever. <clears throat> and... It's called the Nokia N-Gage, and it, it was a total commercial flop from Nokia. Uh, but people, you know, that when they bought it, these guys, when they bought them in their, you know, in their teens, they, they loved this device. So they come up and say, I get it that it was a commercial, but I love that thing, you know, and then they get mad at me and we have an argument about it. 
I, I, I wanted one of those. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> that and the Sega Dreamcast. I really wanted a Dreamcast. Oh, it was a massive anything failure else as well. you wanted? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably at the exhibit in yeah. Calgary right now. Uh, this thing travels around, doesn't it? It does it's travel been- around. It's, it's, that's, I mean, it's traveled everywhere. Um, right. It would, most recently in the United States, it was in Minneapolis. Okay. Uh, and then it now opened in, in Calgary, Canada. And it's probably, it looks like it's going on tour in Canada. Uh, so it's good. Easy. Yeah. You're, you just created it and you probably got it. Yeah. It actually put, it puts the work into getting it into different museums. Yeah. It's, and- it's a, a, this whole idea of uh, the whole business of renting places and marketing stuff. That's not my, I'm a nerd. I can't do that stuff. So <laughs> I get it, <laughs> which means I don't get any money off of it either, which also sucks. But <laughs> so the one thing that we were quite offended was in the museum of failure was lawn darts. Here we go. Here we go. Come on, the lawn darts. What are they doing in there? <laughs> they killed little kids. <laughs> what do you mean? What are they doing in there? Are you an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> the lawn darts were dangerous. They they were banned because they they. I don't. Yeah, know well, could, that's why you like, put a helmet on, <laughs> and that's yeah. why you have parental supervision. Uh, <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll give you a background story, uh, Doctor West. We um, we have <laughs> yeah, an annual. Give me a that. Give me that story. <laughs> we <laughs> we have an annual tournament that we do called the Locker Room Illegal Lawn Darts Tournament. <laughs> and uh, I saw a story about your your uh, museum of failure, and so I I was curious. So I started going through some of the things, some of the items, and it's it, it looks like it would be a really fun thing mm-hmm. to to do. Buy a ticket and go through it in an afternoon. And it's in Calgary right now. The exhibit's in Calgary. Um, but then I was like, I'm flipping through the web page where you have sort of a breakdown on some of the items, and I, I saw lawn darts, and I'm mm-hmm. like. That son of a, I'm going <laughs> to, yeah. we're going to get him on the show and we're going to hold him to task about putting lawn darts into the museum of failure. Anyway, um, I'm, so, you know, I'm, well, I mean, I guess if, if, if the, if the yarts, they're called yarts, by the way. Okay. Is that, is that what they call them? Cause in, in Canada, we just called them lawn darts. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Do you guys have the real version? Or yeah. the fake, well, the okay, fake, we, the fake, well, the fake secure version for for dumb people. But no, we don't have the ones with just, just the weights on the end of them. We have ones we bought from a company in the UK who has since gone out of business. Uh, called oh, so you- Crown. They're called Crown darts, and they don't have. They're not really really sharp on the end, so they're not. They're not like uh, missiles, but no, they still. Are, you're amateurs. If you want. <laughs> If you want the real thing, you got to get the illegal version, which has yes. this spike, this extremely like heavy, and it's not very sharp, but it's sharp enough to break your to skull. go through your head. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If yeah, you, you guys are playing with some plastic stuff, I don't know. Nah. No. nah. <laughs> but, but the thing is, though, is the ones that we have aren't all that safe either, because a we uh, we consume alcohol while doing so. Oh, okay, okay. And yeah. we have a little person that wears body armor and a helmet so that nobody can kill him. <laughs> And I'm the little person. <laughs> uh, listen, we really appreciate your time, Doctor uh, Doctor West. Will if we're in Calgary, I'm going out of my way to go down to the mm-hmm. Museum of Failure 
and uh and and listen you enjoy your time in colombia thank you very much be you guys be safe with those longest i would i would encourage you next time to add something sharp to the end of them to make it more interesting <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll follow them down for you <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah. and then send you a video <laughs> razor blades on the end yeah 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 listen send us the address of your airbnb in we'll colombia <laughs> you'll love us <laughs> now here's some shit that didn't make the show come on cruise Hey, Locker, it's Trucker Brian. You're Alberta Trucker. How you doing, buddy? We were joking the other day about our... We have nicknames for everybody in our text service. So when you send us a text, it shows up into like a mailbox thing, not on like an email thing. And Grant was like, how many guys do we have in the system that are like trucker this, trucker that? (laughs) We had Trucker Bob, Trucker Brian... It's some guy texting. Badass in. trucker Scott. Okay. <laughs> like, and then trucker yeah, but, angry but, Mike or something. I, I've got some, but yeah, but see, I, I think you should let Jimmy take the reins on this one. We would love to. I really do. Well, we were just I talking should, about I, that. I'd, I'd love to hear it. And I, I, I think he might just surprise you, right? Jimmy's come a long way. I've been listening to you guys for probably the last couple of years. And I've, I've listened to Jimmy when he was in on his rough stages and, He's definitely gotten polished on some of the uh, some of his edges. Let's put it that way. Have you had an accident recently? Like, <laughs> are you hauling a lot of fumes around <laughs> chemicals? No, 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 no. I, I'm a deeper guy. I, I, I haul I haul frozen stuff. Okay. But, uh, All right. I'm just talking to you from Wyoming here. Um, I'm out here and oh, nice. uh, down to going at, heading down to California and. I listened to you guys. I got hooked on you guys from the radio player and cool. been listening to you ever since. And you just you make my day. You make me laugh. And, oh, good, uh, good, man. We really do appreciate that's it. awesome. You know what? We do have to let you go because we got to get on to do the news here, Brian. But um, but listen, we we got to be careful who we choose to um, expose the magic of Jimmy to. That's sort of the issue with this, with with you know the interview thing. But yeah, you got a good point. We got to let you go, bud. Take care. Let him take the reins, Locker. You've been listening to the Locker Room podcast on time and under budget. Sounds like it too. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on ninety five seven Cruise FM.